Welcome. Welcome. I'm Naz. I'm Zulu. I'm Damola. And this is In Blood Meet and, and Greet. With all of your favorite stars. And us asking all your favorite questions. And a nice slice of banter tossing. Let's, Let's get, get started. started. Welcome everybody to In Blood Meet and Greet episode. I don't know what, but we're also. When I said that you blasted me, can you see? What? Yeah, just okay. like those horrible bosses on Twitter from a few weeks ago. Well, yeah. Now a few weeks ago. Currently, yesterday. I don't know why you guys are dragging me. Please. <laughs> All right, guys. Don't be Welcome. like that guy that came out to defend himself. That didn't go well. <laughs> I don't know why he bothered. I know, right? So unfortunate. And then people started dropping receipts in real time. I, I actually know the guy. So I will not go into it. But I'm glad that you all are Please here. Please drag him when you see him next You know time. me, Damola. This is my co-anchor, Zulu. The other guy at the end, I don't know why he's still on this show. The charity Naz. case. The charity case, now <laughs> With my queen wave. And with us today, we have possibly. Trisha was very careful. Possibly. Possibly. What is why I put possibly or allegedly? <laughs> the best. Is it a sin of a crime? I don't understand. Allegedly, possibly, you know, the best. One of the. DOP, aka Director of Photography. If you do not know. Of, AKA Sha, allegedly. The best guy, the cinematographer of every movie that you've possibly seen. In uh, the past couple of years, okay. that has blown your mind. <laughs> Just wait. Now I'm getting there. That blown your mind. John Dems, Mr. John Dems, John Njaga nice Dems, because yeah. I love traditional names. Uh, Welcome okay. on the show. Thank Welcome you. Thank you. Show. Thank you. That Njaga got I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we, we can probably list a bunch of movies that you've done, but which one would you say was like your first movie in Nigeria? My first, well, thank, first of all, thanks for having me here. Yeah. It's, a, it's a great honor. Um, my first film in Nigeria was play, A Place in the Stars. Oh, okay. With Steve Gukas. With yes, Steve Gukas. Yeah. And Steve and I actually met on a project in Namibia when he was, uh, he was an acting producer. Okay. And uh, so after we finished that film, uh, he said, John, I want to bring you to Nigeria to, to work with me on my next film. Uh-huh. So he brought me here. That was back in 2007 or something. Did like you say that. he was an acting producer? I mean, well, I meant one of the producers. Okay, okay. I, yes. thought, I, I thought you meant he was an actor. <laughs> I, I was like, did you guys used to act? No, <laughs> I, I, just, I thought it was acting producer. Oh, okay, yeah, no problem. Yeah. So that was your first time, 2007. And then, so that film was shot that long ago. Then, because it, yes. he said it took a while yeah. for it to finish. There were like five DOPs on that film. <laughs> <laughs> so I did, the, I did the first two years, mm-hmm. and then I wasn't available. At that time, I was still living in, in, in the US. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wait, you, the project, you were on the project for two years? No, no, no. Oh. The, I did the first two years. Okay. Because he, he, we shot, yeah. and then he ran out of money, then we okay. broke, and then he collected more money, I came back. Oh, okay. And so he did that for the next five years, basically. Okay. Yeah. Wow, that's, that took a while. Yeah, yeah, I remember it came out in like 2013, 2014. <clears throat> yes, yes. Oh, nice. So then, that was your first introduction to Nigeria. So, yes. coming from coming Namibia, back? South Africa, and all of that, what was your impression of Nollywood then, in 2007? It was, uh, okay, I think I could do a lot of things to help the industry grow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, right now, I'm like so happy to see where the industry is here now. Mm-hmm. Because I remember when I started coming, I would have to bring so many of my toys and gadgets, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, because I knew it didn't exist. Mm-hmm. Now I travel with one suitcase. Oh, <laughs> nice. Awesome. That, you, you, know, guys, you guys understand you know, how um, relieving that is because you see these guys travel 
with Wait. the equipment they move around those with. pelican cases oh my goodness yes and then insurance the extra Hoping luggage that it doesn't get lost yeah. yes 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 so yes. once the case is actually but there's fantastic. something that you and, and so I, I think that's a very interesting thing because you know how there are different ways you um you gauge the growth of an industry mm -hmm. and this is generally one that's interesting people are in, investing in cinematography yes, yes. so it's clear yes. and and so i think that has had the most growth just in in, in the last couple in, of years. Yeah, no, just no, no, for, no. The, the kinds of cameras that we use. No, but I mean, but I think pound of, for pound, the most investment would probably be in talent. Mm, no, I don't think so. Nah. I think so. I don't because think talent so. are pretty much people investing in themselves. But you've got a bunch. No, of no. What I mean is like the investment, like the, like the amount of money that people pay talent is probably the lion's share of the investment growth over the years. That's my view, but yeah. that's but, neither here nor there. I mean, I love the fact that a few years ago, people were screaming about... So, uh -huh. the other question I was going to ask. So, and I'm going to ask this is a very technical question for the people out there. Okay. Black Magic, <laughs> Ari, Red, Red. Which would you pick? I'm an Ari guy. You're an Ari guy? <laughs> yes. So great. So you guys know out there that Ari is the way to go. No. <laughs> Forget about it. Ignore the black magic. No. no. Every camera has its place and its budget and everything. So please, let us, let us, let us remember that we are still in Nollywood, please. Because <laughs> I, I know a bunch of people, like, I have that argument, like, constantly, which is better. Which one delivers what you need, blah, 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 blah. And blah. which one can suit your budget. And yes. then there's also the budget conversation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I'm just saying, if you don't, if budget is not a constraint. No, it's okay. There's no such thing. There's always, I mean, <laughs> which word is always a constraint? <laughs> but I guess one of the things that I, because I, I mean, so we first met John, um, I think it was a year ago, I believe. Yes. Um, so um, Nii and John had just worked together. Yeah. And he was all very, very excited, like, man, I had the greatest time working with John. And he's agreed to do a, a workshop with, and just basically to share and with a bunch of Nigerian filmmakers. And um, is this something that you guys are interested in? And we're like, yes, because it was, hey, hey, what are we doing, right? Mm -hmm. Even though, as Julius said, we ended up not <laughs> showing up yeah. until the very end. Right. But, like, I, but, I, but, I, but one of the things I loved about that was that you were so, like, everybody was like, oh, my God, this was a great experience. And, and they loved working with you. So how, so how have you found that receptiveness as you have worked in here over the years? You know, it's <clears throat> having a good rapport yeah. with the people that you work with is very important to me. Mm -hmm. Because it's like you come together and you're all in one place to put this one product mm -hmm. on, and so on, on, on the screen. So you can't do that if you have, you know, tension with this person or with this person. You have to be in sync, mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. you know. So that, you know, I found that making people at ease, you know, not being difficult, those kind of things help me to, you know. So get the, character is get the project as important done. as talent. Exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. Mm -hmm. But I want to ask a question, actually. Mm -hmm. um, I understand that, you know, you, you get used to a gaffer. You get used to, um, maybe not the grip guy, but you get used to certain talents on your team, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. What do you think about, um, what, what's the word now? About DOPs and having the skill set, <laughs> I would call it a skill, mm -hmm. to um, adapt, adapt to any crew any multiple, team multiple member, multiple crew. two. Just what I'm saying. I don't know if I've explained it properly. So, yes. so basically, if you had a good, if you had this guy, this is your go-to gaffer. But then I said, oh, I can't afford that go-to gaffer as a producer. Mm -hmm. And then I suggested um, other people. So are you adapting to the talent gap? 
do you think it's something? Do you think it's it's something that producers should actually be more um, willing to get you that gaffer at all costs, or um, is it something where you think DOPs should be more adaptable? So, is it, so the team basically building out the camera and light team basically mm -hmm. yeah. <clears throat> and grip, I suppose. Okay, I think um, for me, because I've worked in so many different places, I'm used mm. to working with different gaffers. Yeah, okay. because. As I was coming up, I was a gaffer myself. Oh, okay. It's, it's obvious. So I can. <laughs> it's quite obvious. So, <laughs> like, I saw your light list. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, if a gaffer, if, if a DOP wants this particular gaffer, there's going to be a shorthand, mm -hmm. which is going to save you time because yeah. he, he knows his style. Yes. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, He'll have to supervise a lot more, mm. okay. mm -hmm. you know, and you know, and, and I've had I've been in that experience where I've had a guy, would have to go in and basically do, redo everything that he's put up. Okay. okay. So you save time. In the end, you're going to save time, okay. which is our biggest enemy on set. Yeah, time is actually more expensive. So, than so let's talk about that. And so this is one of those things that we've because the question that we have is, film is like to it's like it's like F1 pit crews, right? So the mm -hmm. best film sets. Everybody is working to maximum efficiency, mm -hmm. and every HOD says this: "Give me my team; we'll deliver for you, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. Mm -hmm. But then that also has the effect of almost creating a closed shop. That's the question I was going to ask. So you are saying it better. Carry so, on. So how do you? So like, so no film project is a charity, obviously, mm -hmm. yeah. right? And so in each film, you want a closed shop. But mm -hmm. each, if each film has a closed shop, mm -hmm. how does the industry grow? So how because that you have tension. To so like, how do we? So what is the best way of walking through that tension? Is it that you walk through the tension outside of the film set and you walk through it via training? But so like that's the one thing that we have also struggled with. Mm -hmm. Yes, and in the camera department, which is a key department, is the one where we're like, ah, we can't fuck this shit up, Sha. <laughs> so we just say, okay, okay, okay. So it'd be good to get your sense about that. Yeah, I think you know, you know what I try to do on every job? I always try to have a trainee yeah. in, in each department. Okay. So that kind of helps, you know, that department get used to that person. Okay. So if there's a job that comes up where, okay, we need an extra guy, they can hire that, actually hire that person on the crew. Okay. So that relationship has, has started already. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's good to use that. I try to do that on each job. Okay. okay. So it eases the, the um, yeah. hire, basically. Yes, exactly. For like, for, for example, um, there's a job um, I did with Funke, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And, and we'll get to yes. yes. Congratulations. And Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Nigerian film. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And uh, one of the guys who was a gaffer on Jennifer's Diary mm -hmm. actually worked on the crew mm -hmm. of Omogeto. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I could see the guy, I mean, I don't know what he was doing on Jennifer, mm -hmm. but it was almost as if he was just starting in the business. Uh -huh. mm. So I talked to my girlfriend. I said, look, this guy, he hustles. He has uh, energy. Mm -hmm. You just need the direction. direction. He just needs direction. Mm -hmm. So now they pick the guy up. Nice. Every job they do, he's on their crew. Okay. Nice. You know? So I think it's really important to just to expose people, okay. you know, even if they just want to come and observe. Mm -hmm. okay. You know, let them see what's happening. Let them see. Because, you know, once <laughs> they say, like, 
once the once the train starts going, mm-hmm. there's no stopping. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah. So that's. Uh, no, and, and I think I like that because film at, the, at its core is an apprenticeship. Like yes. you, you learn yeah. by doing, right? Yeah. Yes. And yeah. then, but it's also so punishing because people cannot. What's what I'm looking for? Like that, as you said, is, the train is moving. Yeah. So there's that no excuses culture that film breeds. Mm-hmm. That so. It's like we don't want to say, oh, because I was doing this guy's inexperience, this thing didn't work. Nobody wants to be responsible for shutting down or driving inefficiency. So I guess that tension is very, um, is very, very difficult. Yes. And and so it's figuring out that balance, I guess. And this way is a good example because we've also tried to do that as well, where we try and have like four to five training positions mm-hmm. on all of our projects to say, okay, what are these? And we have realized that there are actually weirdly two types of trainings. There's the up, what are people called? Entry level. Mm-hmm. People say, okay, come in as a PA or a, or a second camera assistant, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But we've also found that it is useful to have people coming as an HOD shadow. So they shadow a DOP, mm-hmm. they shadow a costume. But that's the one that, and, and when we first did it, it was very interesting. A lot of Nigerian people, don't, they, they don't know how to do that. Because what am I doing if I'm not working? It was a very, very interesting yeah. thing. They were like, so yeah, basically just watching someone. What am I like? You know the funny thing, you said when we first did it, when we first tried to do it, actually, the two, they said they couldn't work together. I don't, I don't actually want to say the name, but you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. It was on Love is War. They yeah. said they couldn't work together, and so we couldn't do it. So when we first now did it, we saw why, yeah. because people are just very, um, they, 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 I think they're resentful of the fact that they're not doing the work and it's not their Correct. No, they don't know what they're doing there. Yes. So it's, it's hard just shadowing someone, especially when you're used to, you also know the work, mm-hmm. but you know, you're just sitting down and watching someone do it and asking questions of that. Essentially, you're meant to be like, under, you're meant to be like an understudy, but mm-hmm. people don't understand the process of being an understudy or what it requires. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's that challenge. Where I, but I also know this work now. So mm-hmm. why am I here sitting down watching this guy do this thing? That I can do. That I can do. That I can do. You get. Yeah, yeah it's very, and it's, because I guess it's very <clears throat> interesting, right? So, and, and because I guess for us, technically, well, producer's job is to shadow everybody. Because technically, we wander around looking, looking what at, are you doing? Mm-hmm. What are you? Obviously, we are paying for the privilege work. of shadowing. But my point is like, so to us, it comes naturally. But it's very interesting watching that tension. Because I find that it's almost, and I realize that it does, it's not really, you have to figure out, it is better to have somebody that senior come in, but not as a shadow, as something else. That's what I've also found because it mm-hmm. because that sense of them working makes them more open to it. So if you have a costumer and you want you think there's somebody that can be an HOD, don't bring the person in to shadow the costumer. Make that person a wardrobe mistress. Because that way the person feels yes. they're like active, they're, yes, they're yes. active as opposed to they're yes, just hanging yes, around for yes. 18 to 24 yes, days. Yes. Hold on, we'll be right back. And welcome back. So the next segment is this, working with directors. So how do you, because there generally are two schools of thought for the relationship between DOPs and directors, right? Mm-hmm. So there's the, um, the directors that want the DOP design the look of the film, and then they're the, and they say they come in and they say, okay, actor, do this, do that. Mm-hmm. And, the, and they're the directors that want to collaborate with the DOP to design the look of the film. In your experience, which version do you prefer and why? I prefer the collaboration. Okay. Because basically, I'm here to put the director's vision on screen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
So, but if I find that director has no vision. <laughs> that's, 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 that's what I was waiting for. That was the part I was waiting for. That was the part I was waiting for. That's when you have to kind of like take the ball and run with it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. that's the thing. So that's, that's always the challenge, right? When you, when you see people. So they're like, there are two kinds of directors. Mm -hmm. They're directors that have a relationship with the actors and, work and focus on just performance, mm -hmm. right? Then you have the second director, you have the other director who's more about the overall look and feel of the movie right. and let, it, let the actors do their thing. Mm -hmm. So usually, in your case where you have a director where he wants to just focus on the performances, mm -hmm. then it's great, right? Because it gives you room yeah, to course. then <clears throat> do everything else. No, but why though? No, no, so essentially, so it's, it's kind of like in film, it's on TV, for example, in the US, where you can bring in, no, you can bring in a director, so they, I'll no, give you one, so wait now, wait no, now, just wait now. No. There's um, Helen Pompeo. I said Helen, that. not Helen. Yes. Whichever one, my Abel Kutak accent is coming true. So she basically has been on Grey's Anatomy set for a bit. She has a rapport with the actors, she knows all, the, I mean, that camaraderie mm -hmm. and all of that. Mm -hmm. So it's easy for her, and she, because she's been on the show long enough, she knows the arc of every, of every character. Mm -hmm. She knows where every character should go. So she's on set basically to just focus on performances. Mm -hmm. I need this out of you. And she knows how to coax that out. Yeah, that's actually yeah, but, no. but listen to that. And then, but that has left the DOP to be able to say, look, we will Check give you, yes, no, we'll give you the best whatever. Mr. No. Man, are you, do you, do you this is, this is, this is Nollywood, this is Hollywood, not Nollywood. This is how no. they are doing it, please. <laughs> no. Then, and then, but she, she can focus on that so that a more experienced person, a more, sorry, technically experienced person mm -hmm. can then focus on what you see. Now, she's looking at performances while there's somebody else who's looking at everything else. Mm -hmm. Now, there are a bunch of other people that you can bring on sets who they have a vision, an aesthetic vision of how they want the look and feel of the movie to mm -hmm. be. And they may not be as, as good as she is in terms of performances. So it depends. No, but you directing is telling stories via hey, camera. Yes. Performance but is I've driven told by... The story, but I've no. told the story. Yes. Yeah, it's not, they're not making a play. I'm no, so confused. But, I'm that, but then it's kind of thing where I'm not doing... Because the show is set a certain way, Great Anatomy is... Great Anatomy is not going to start doing whip pans and a lot of crazy shit all of a sudden, right? The movie already follows a certain format. Sorry, the series already follows a certain format visually. Yes. So it allows her to come in and do that part and leave the guys that are doing the... No, but I, I, I'm not sure that she would, if, even her, yeah. would agree No, but that's how she this. started. But that's how she started. No, I'm saying that because that's what she, the director, I don't think she would agree with this depiction no, of but what she that, that was it. But this is based on how she started. And that's that. <clears> she was having an interview and that's what it was. For her, it was that, look, as that kind of director that I, because of where she was coming from, I used to be an actor, this is this. So it's kind of like you being a gaffer, right? You used to be in a gaffer. Mm -hmm. It shows in the kind of things you pay attention to, uh -huh. right? So you pay attention to lights a lot. And I remember when I was, when you were doing the workshop, mm -hmm. there were a bunch of stuff that everybody kept talking about in relation to lights. Mm -hmm. But I know someone that came in talked, expecting that it was going to be about cameras. Mm -hmm. But then the person now realized that, oh, I mean. He's getting the best of both worlds. I'm getting the best of both worlds because, I mean, the light is basically as aiding. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just as important as, yes. what, as what the camera does. So it's mm -hmm. those kind of things. It's a two-hander. Yeah. Two but anyway, after the director that has no vision, what do you do next? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, tr I, tr I try to give my, <clears throat> you know what I found is that 
Preparation. Yep. You, you really design your movie in the prep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because once shooting starts, it's like no stopping. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if I'm on a job and I see that the director is having problems with the vision, I, I, I just go into the script. Okay. And I try to uh, interpret mm -hmm. what's being said mm -hmm. in some kind of emotional way mm -hmm. because emotions help drive yeah. my lighting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> drive how really? I, yes, yeah. yes. If I know what, what the emotional aspect is of this scene, mm -hmm. I know how to design my light and my camera. Da, 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 da. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. okay. So I use that a lot. So I try to give myself enough time to, to go through the script three, four, Immerse five times and, and pull those things out so that once we're on set, I can present my ideas before shooting mm -hmm. and see if the director likes what, I, what I've come up with. Mm -hmm. And then we, once we're on set, we just go. So, you know. How do you enjoy watching movies? Yeah, I have to watch a movie twice. <laughs> twice, <laughs> twice right? <laughs> because the first time, I watch it for the film. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But if it's a movie that I really enjoy the look, mm -hmm. I'll go back and I'll watch it again technically. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. So you do the other way around. Because most people struggle to watch it watch for the film <laughs> the first yeah. time. First time. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. most times people are watching and then you now start. I watch it for the film all the time. Prior to joining, yeah. prior, to Blood, prior to Ink Blood, I would watch the movie for the film. But then after a while, you now start to pay attention to, okay, what's going on here? What's that going on? And then you now start to pay attention to what's really happening in the background, and again, what's happening in the foreground. And I was like, ah, nah, 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 nah. So the one thing that I do do sometimes, but busyness is like, do, do, do. I remember, <laughs> wow, do, do. is that I think it was the first movie that I did this for was uh, Mad Max, Fury Road, mm -hmm. that they said, you should watch this movie. The best, like watching Mad Max with the sound off yes. is a it's film school in and of itself. It's, yes, it's totally. And so I was like. I can't even watch it with the sound on. On? Yeah, <laughs> so, Mad Max, me. So, and then I realized that like, and so most people, but the thing is that, if as one of the best director trainings and writing for that matter is to watch any movie you like, watch it with the sound off, because you realize how much of the emotional subtext of the scene is yes. driven by blocking a camera movement, yes. right? Yes. And so when when because you see people, and this is why I was so opposed to that thing that you said because if a director thinks that performance is people talking at themselves, there's not like the the the, the way the camera moves is story. Mm -hmm. There's so blocking and tackling already that is being taken care of by somebody else. No, you can't. Which is why on the TV set you can bring in a director every single time no, for every episode. No, so the way, so the way that one works. But let's not have this argument. No, so that's, a, that's a good point, right? Let's, so, so TV is a, very good, is a very good answer where you have the, and this is something that we should talk about a bit. So you have the pilot episode done by a fancy DOP and a fancy director that set the look and feel of the show yeah. and everybody tries to do it. So now remember that show With that we really, we really like? Well, yes, but they hired the pilot. Mm. So like, remember the get down, yeah. right? So go and watch episode one of the get down where Baz Luhrmann was the there. Baz Luhrmann, yeah. Uh -huh. And then after he wandered off, yes. yeah, I said the look, yes. what's the rest? Completely different. No, I didn't. What, <laughs> so you set the tone, and everybody tries to keep up with the tone and then of they, the movie. They all just they didn't, but, they didn't try. They unfortunately, <laughs> Basliman basically set the bar here. Yes, now. And then everyone that they brought in after that just couldn't hold up. But he, you tried. But you he wondered up. Didn't he? Didn't he leave? He became his, the showrunner. Yeah. He became but didn't the, he leave the cinematographer. Why wasn't the cinematographer able to continue? No, but that's what I'm saying. That that's the difference between the director because the director is telling the story. story yeah. That's what. That's the point. The director is working with the cinematographer to pull the story. Hey, so let me defend you small here. I don't really agree with what you're saying. 
<laughs> but, it's Grey's Anatomy, but it's Grey's Anatomy Uncle Baz season 20 should something. have gotten a good cinematographer. No, no, stop No, but that. think about it. But think about it. without this him is, being there. No, this is Grey's Anatomy season 15, no, no, 16, no, 17, know, 18, 19, but 20, like, Look at that show that I like that you hated and stopped watching. Um, what's it called? Um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Or the one, or... Um, what's I it finished called? Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. You finished it, but you didn't hate it. It was a struggle. Or Game of Thrones. You know oh, no, that, I hate the game of Trump. You know the that you so hate when hate they wanted six, to make eight. the big battle that episodes, mm. they brought uh, Mikhail Shapotnik, whatever yes, his name is. Yeah. When they wanted to do the emotional episode, they brought that guy. What's his but name? But you guys are calling that guy. No, but you guys are calling big budget streamer episodes. I'm no, talking I'm, about your standard. No, no, I know. But what I'm 16 saying is that like, episode, so my point 26 episodes. You should yes. never, as a director, aspire to be let somebody else oh, no, do that's the work. He said that that's how someone started. Started. That's how she started. <laughs> yeah. No, you okay. said it as an aspiration. No, like, as no, a director, no, no, you can no, just no, leave. No, please, no, no, no. Okay, but the other question I want to ask. Yes, please, because this was where I was going amongst ourselves. This is part where I was talking about. This is where I was going. So. So when you watch Nigerian movies, right, what's, the, what's the, like, the cardinal scenes that you see being repeated most times? Like that thing. And what are the good things? Yeah, yeah so I have, to, I have to do both sides, right? Yes. What are the things that drive you crazy? And what are the things that you're like, ah, great, spot that on. That drive you crazy. Yes, but both. <laughs> both. <laughs> okay, uh, I would say, first of all, I think you have more interesting stories. Mm -hmm. here, okay. You know, because I've worked in the U.S. and I've worked here. Mm -hmm. The stories... You have fantastic story. The uh, the things that kind of annoy me are just like the the blocking, like a lot of people would just sit and talk or stand and talk. There's like no movement of the actors and things like because that. Because I love that to ask someone to explain blocking, but then thank you if you explained it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know, like I was watching, I said, like, okay. The scene could be like a three-minute scene. And it's yeah. like, why are they just still sitting here? <laughs> like, it shouldn't look like a talk show. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Because, exactly. They, and I read what the problem is, and I tell the, my directors a lot. Figure out motivated action. So yeah. the other yeah. problem is that people stand up and move for no reason. For no reason. Mm -hmm. So because, because they, feel... they haven't figured out. So the script doesn't allow for movement. Uh -huh. So the, on set, they never figure out how to motivate the movement. So they're mm -hmm. all stuck because the script said they should sit down. And then you film this five-minute scene of them sitting down right. or them standing. You don't build in. Because, because one of the things that you realize is that, like, when you, how, how do you react to dead air effectively? Mm -hmm. And it's like, we are sitting down for whatever. There's dead air. Yes. Because, yeah. So it's interesting. So yeah. if this was a movie as against a talk show, for example, the four of us are sitting like this and having this conversation. No one is going to see it. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody watched that movie, right? Even though 12 Angry Men. Yeah, okay. No, but there was no, blocking. But, but that's what I'm saying right. now. Okay. That is what you should do. So let's watch, use an example. One room, one table. One but table, then you 12 see people how they in move the room. The camera, move the people. But people are that. constantly moving. And it's Standing not like the people here. are just moving for the sake of movement. But for example, mm. it's a bunch of people arguing about stuff, right? Yeah. So for the sake of, to come across forcefully, for example, I might now choose to stand up and lean forward to draw emphasis. Mm -hmm. And as against me, just sitting down here and pointing at you and saying, why are you talking like this? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you get. So it's, it's, but um, then I guess the question, and one of the things that I find very interesting is that in the DP director relationship is this. So your director is tired. Yeah, you mm -hmm. people stand there, don't move. What do you do? <laughs> Should you actually do anything? That's what I'm asking. No, I would give my suggestions. You know, you, you always have to be like, 
politically correct. Exactly. You know, so you can't go in and just say, you know, this is crap. You know, you just you have to say, okay, what do you think if we did this or did this and did this? And if they tell us, oh yes, go ahead. You know. Oh, he doesn't pull out a slider and just start to move. <laughs> you know, you know, I, I would suggest some different blocking and you know things like that. And you know, like nowadays, because of this technology, you can like, you know, because of all these uh, different different apps you have on your phone, yeah. you can like show him something quickly just on your phone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, okay, look at this. What do you think about this? You know, and if it works, it works. You know, mm -hmm. so it's. Uh, I just try to be politically correct and. Suggest something. So the other question is time, right? So any so the com the complexity of shorts takes time, right? Yeah. So all those mm -hmm. nice, I mean, the short comes from a two short to a wide to a close up to a this to a that that mm -hmm. DOPs like so much, mm -hmm. right? So how do you build those types of shorts into like a Nigerian schedule? Nigerian schedule meaning how many days of shoots? <laughs> yes, exactly. And the number of scenes, etc., yeah, etc. Per day. Yeah, I, I think for me it all goes back to. The prep. Okay. For example, I would love to have time with the director, mm -hmm. just in a relaxed environment, mm -hmm. and go through the script, mm -hmm. just to talk oh, about. Oh, y'all are going vision. for drinks. Yes. You know, no. just just relax. <laughs> Everyone's relaxed. Even even you can involve the production designer. Exactly. Just the that's those three people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Go through the script. Do a page turn just to talk about the look of each film and how you want to shoot it. Because each scene has its own language, Yeah. right? So once you get that done, mm -hmm. you can make a battle plan, Yeah. you know? So, Jack. So yeah. I have a question. Yeah, so the problem yes. with this, like, the reason why my DOPs don't like me is this. So I do this, right? So mm -hmm. we sit down oh, God. and we go through the script. Mm. Like, over, cause, like, my attention span is really weird for that thing. So I normally do like an hour, two hours a day over mm -hmm. three, four days. Yeah. So we plan it fully mm -hmm. and we have agreed. And then, and then I come out and I'm like, yeah, let's do something no. completely different. And because. Wrecking locations. Because, no, we have, sometimes we're not wrecking the locations. But sometimes you find that. That like so I always say that like that first it's almost I treat it because I'm a writer, mm -hmm. I treat that first walkthrough as a first draft. Mm -hmm. That is going to change. That it just but it just gives us the framework for that, the yes. shared language. Yes. So I always tell them, don't be so the first time I did it, I didn't know so when I directed my first film, I didn't know to tell them that it was going to change. And mm -hmm. so the, the people people look at me, but that's not what we did. I'm like, yeah, yeah, but this is and but then the second time I was like, okay, see, we're going to do this thing but it is going to change. Mm -hmm. So don't treat it changing as, hey, I've changed my mind. Treat it mm -hmm. as based that you can always evolve it based on Creativity on whatever. is flexibility. And so it, and so, but that first conversation, as you said, is so important. Mm -hmm. So you are making the same film. So many yes. times, people make like three different films. Mm -hmm. The costume designer is making their own film. The, the makeup artist is making, yeah. oh my yeah. God. So wait, yeah. are you a two camera guy or one camera guy? One camera guy. Yeah, and do you carry or do you watch? What's your preference? I carry. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, you actually prefer to carry? You prefer to carry? Yes. Of course. Oh, so, of course. Oh, nice. I have a question. So in that one camera, two camera setup, why, why would you pick like a one camera setup over a two camera setup? What are the advantages of either? Because, you, because your you. actors will look a lot better with one camera. <laughs> yes. Why? Because when you're lighting for two cameras, yeah. and you, each camera needs its own particular light yeah, so to oh, make that actor look good. Okay. Yeah. So whatever you do for that second actor may not look good on the first, first actor. actor yeah. mm. So you're compromising the look of your actors. Okay. But then that doesn't that then create a situation where you now have more scenes and that takes more time? Not if you plan well. I mean, and, and you know, I'll bring in two cameras when there's action and things like that. Yeah. But for, for regular scenes, I think, you know, 
For example, like these big mega um, mega budget movies like Blade Runner 2020, they shot with yeah, one camera. camera. Yeah. You know? Is that so, is that like the standard not standard, but is it ma majority of the shoots in, in Hollywood, do they use one camera or two cameras or is it like the, balanced? The majority they use one. One. Yeah. 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 Because they light for everything now. Yeah. No, I'm just trying because this question I just asked is because some people do look wrong. <laughs> no. So I was just trying to And so what we do is that you do a diffuse so you do a like a basic diffuse lighting. Light. So that means that you don't get that fancy key lighting. I was talking about black things. people lighting, guys. Mm. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, but you see, that's a separate... Okay. But, but yeah, let's but talk about that. that okay, no, no, that's a good segue, that's a, right? Yes. So, one of the, so one, we had this argument on, some, on another... We had this argument last week where we're discussing lighting, Hollywood's problem with lighting black people. So, and we used the example of the yeah, new Bond movie, where the the new 007 chick was yeah, always I like in the that. shadows. And I was yeah. like, they didn't care about her. They didn't care about her at comes, all. It comes down to care. Yes, that's what I said, you see? Now yeah. you have said it, you don't listen to no, me. No, I'm not. He's a DOP, I will listen to him, please. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, they didn't care. They didn't care. But okay, so then that, so they didn't care about her, right? But then everybody started raving about season two or season three of Insecure, when I think Mazukesh basically directed, and I think she oversaw that particular season, and everybody was raving about the lighting for that particular episode and the cinematography yeah, for she, that particular but it, season. But they said it looked like a music video, so let's just segue into that. Because music videos in, from the 80s have been lighting black people Very amazingly. Well. Even that nice one that we saw, what, how many years ago was it? Well, Queen and Slim. Queen and Slim. The same man's okay. So, no, so, oh, so basically, so girl. talk to me about your music fantastic. video experience. Mm. Wow. Yes. Yes, well, because you have done, please tell us even the next day, some great ones yes. with some because, great because, stars. Because, because music apparently. videos, because while we weren't seeing beautifully black people on Hollywood, Hollywood. Theme, music videos were standard. like... We're yeah. seeing beautiful, beautifully lit booties. <laughs> <laughs> Black booties. This is, this is going to become a family <laughs> show. This is going to become a family <laughs> show going forward. No, those 90s guys. Come on. Uh, hip hop. Wow. So what music videos did you do? Okay. So I started out, basically, I was a gaffer mm -hmm. doing, a, doing, the, doing the peak of rap. Oh, okay. nice. Okay. And this particular company uh, called Underdog Films, they, they did a lot of rap videos. So I was, I was gaffing for... A, for probably a couple of years. And then so one day, this white DOP who I was gaffing for, he said, hey, why don't you give John a shot? Mm -hmm. Let him do this, uh, this next video. Once I did that, the ball just started rolling. Oh, mm -hmm. nice. So then... Uh, sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, Had you um, told him that you were interested in directing, or did he just yeah, think... Yeah, he, oh, okay. he, he, he knew because he and I had gone to the same film school. Oh, okay. But, but he, I think this DOP was like, came two years after I had finished. Okay. okay. So, um, and you guys know the Hughes brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Hughes brothers were at the same company. Oh, okay. okay. So I shot a lot of videos with them. Okay. Um, I shot uh, Tupac. Okay. Oh, Tupac. I did uh, I, ain't, uh, I Ain't Mad At You. Oh, oh nice. Uh, I shot a lot of clips with NWA. Okay. I did that one. Uh, that's Long the form right? one, which, yeah. was, uh, which was like a 1940s piece where they're robbing a bank. Bank, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We, yeah. We, we shot like seven days. Oh, that. wow. It was long form. Mm. And then uh, I shot Queen Latifah. Oh, hey, girl. Um, Fly girl. Okay. <laughs> she said, hey, girl. Oh, 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 oh. I thought, like, you know, Latifah, the watcher of my podcast. She's not watching the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> 
I shot, you know, during that time, I would shoot at least in one month, I would shoot like four or five music videos. Oh, wow. Because they were just, because there was this thing called a box. Yes. Yeah. Where people would order video clips. Yeah. yeah. So the record yeah, well, companies. Yeah, we're remember these books. Yes. So the, so the. I'm the, Gen Z. <laughs> so the record companies were putting a lot of money into in the, the video in clips. The videos, yeah. But once MTV started, yeah. and they started to pick and choose, who they would put on the air, yeah. the record company started cutting the budget. Yeah. 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 yeah, because that's because MTV2 initially was the hip hop channel. Yeah, it was MTV2, right? In the US. Yeah, MTV1, MTV yeah. Because they, even then, UMTV raps only used to come up at night on the first yes, MTV. Because yeah. MTV base was in the UK. Which MTV is where we UK. got all of our hip hop, Trevor Nelson, and all of that stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. But for us, it was Chanello. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so what brought you from the US to Africa? So, because I know you were in Namibia for a bit earlier. Yeah, that so was. So, what brought you from the US to Africa? Yeah, that was the job that actually. That was my first job in Africa, actually. Okay. Oh, that first, that first. That, that uh, job in Namibia. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. And then that's when I met Steve. Mm-hmm. And then I brought you to and Nigeria. And then Steve, yeah. And then after that, Steve introduced me to many filmmakers here. Okay. And then um, I started coming back to do. I did like a, a reality show, uh, Martina Dancehall. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I did the show for like eight years. Oh wow. Yes. So, okay. so I was on that show. Yeah, an OG here now. <laughs> yeah, so, so that means you were there when Kemi was a host and when Osasu was Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. 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 Nice. So then um, after that is when uh, Jungle wanted to do his first movie. Okay. okay. That's so, Crossroads. Crossroads. So, yeah. we, so we did Crossroads and then, uh, you know, things just started rolling from there. Yeah. And living in Guys, bondage. This is yeah. an AMBCA yeah. nominee. Winner. Winner. No, I mean for this year. Now, and, right? But oh, he won last year. He said he won. But I was going okay. to. So the just, one I was going to say. Tell them. Tell them. Oh, yeah, tell people them. should finish. Tell them. The no, I'm that's... not talking again. <laughs> <laughs> most, no, so he won for living in bondage. I <laughs> yes. Mean, right? yes, yes, yes. Yes. Which was one of the most celebrated Nigerian films of the last decade. I mean, it's so nice now when you make a remake that is as celebrated as the original. Original, yes. And then you are nominated for which movies? Please, please tell them. Yes. Yes. Can you remember? Yeah, no, I can remember. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you have two nominees? I have one nomination. One. Okay, right, because it's NECA. But you also, NECA. yes, NECA. Yes. But, NECA. but, but you also did on. I thought you were not for Morgetto. Oh, oh, Morgetto. But, but yeah, but it, I did. Uh, but it's not in cinematography. Oh, okay. oh okay. yes, yes, yes. Okay. I think it's. I think it's nominated for best overall. Oh, okay. best overall. Yeah, so yes. that's kind of huge. That was the one that you were going to. Okay. Yes. Nice. So, um, what brings you to Nigeria now? <laughs> well, I mean, you are very, you are very weird. This is where you want to announce it. No, I'm just saying that. Yeah, very... What are you doing? What are you doing here? We're not announcing. No, I can just be like, I'm here to walk. And then, you know, who are the people that you're working with? I know some people call it bloods. You know? Hey, that's you all. said it all. You said it all. <laughs> that's all. So, on a secret project that will be coming to you soon. But we've announced the project. Yeah, I've announced the project. They don't know the project. We have so many projects. They don't know which one. It could be all three. Wow. Yes. I don't understand. People of God. <laughs> so, as, so Stay tuned. Yes, but really. No. No, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stop that. Stay it's tuned. If film one digest, they released a yes, film. Yes, they said they filmed. Yes. film one digest went to the brother that, 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 that film one digest was on Twitter spaces. Was it on Twitter spaces? Thank you. I don't understand. With 18,000 people. <laughs> I don't understand. So please don't mind that. Uh, we're very excited to be working we're, with you. We're very excited to be working with you because we... I'm super excited because like knowing you is like knowing Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> the things that matter to Zulu, yes. You know, some, some, some people ask me, they say, so what was it like working with Tupac? I said, you know, I remember, I'll never forget this day. 
We come in, we're setting up lights and everything, and he comes in, he's so nice, saying, hello, how are you, what's your name, blah, 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 blah. And then like two hours later, he comes back after he's, mm -hmm. and he's like, a demon. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> hey, you MF, what the F, F what the F? <laughs> I'm like, is this the same guy? <laughs> <laughs> That's hip hop. <laughs> the rap game. Oh, God. What was it? West Side, East Side? West Side. That was. You and I know it's the best side. Yeah. No, actually, East Side, West Side. Okay, cool. So, wow, Damala. <laughs> Are we going back to 1994, really? Yes, you know, no, I'm about to start this battle. We're throwing up gang signs. It's all the way. Well, East I was there, there was none. There was no East Side. Yeah, because the problem is like, West Coast needs to do this and do this. So what was East Coast going to do? Right. No. Hey, but I have a story. East Coast. Yeah. I, I shot one music video. Mm -hmm. uh, it was with a rap group, and they were from Oakland. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. we were it, was, it was shot in L.A. Okay. Mm -hmm. And they were associated with the, the bloods. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> so they didn't realize whoever scouted the location didn't do their research. Oh, uh, so it was a And case. we filmed the sequence where one of the, uh, of the singers, of the rappers, he's doing some graffiti on a wall in the alleyway. Okay. And just so happened, one of the local gang members passed by and saw. Mm -hmm. We were surrounded by like 300 gang members. Oh, wow. Within like one hour. On this corner, we had to call the LA Police Department. <laughs> oh. We're shooting a music video. I, I think yeah. we're in trouble. Yeah. 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 Please, um, that was equipment. like, I felt like I was in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're shooting one. <laughs> yes, yes, that was so that. Is there any story in, that you've had in Nigeria that can top that? Oh, let's see. No, not that. That, 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 thing, <laughs> no, that's, no, that, that that's 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 an old timer. That's an old timer. That's that's for sure. That's for sure. So, what's been your craziest Nigerian experience? Oh, I would say having to wait for actors on a set. You have been vindicated. You look like being vindicated. Six hours. Six hours before you do the first shot because. This particular actress does only wants this makeup artist to do her makeup. Uh -huh. And we're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting. And I'm like, why? What is the problem? I say, oh, so-and-so only wants this person to do. She doesn't want her to do her. And she wants the same amount of time as... Wow. I said, man, your actors here have too much power. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I also, I also think it's because, and I realize this, is that we don't do massively early calls. So because mm -hmm. we're so worried about the waiting thing, mm -hmm. on average, we don't say, okay, I call you into hair and makeup three hours before. You always try and just in time. Which is perfect. That's what we should do. What we should mean? just in time. Don't call you into hair and makeup. Three no, but because before. you know hair and makeup in America is a nice and comfortable trailer. Even if I call you six hours and you're done in three hours, yeah, that, that three hours you can be reading your script, you're in your own yeah, trailer, yeah. you're chilling. <clears throat> chill. Yeah, the problem is that there's nowhere for them to stay for that. So, yeah, but there's no, there's no where for costume designer to stay, or makeup artist to stay, or DOP mm. to stay, or PA to stay. 
So don't keep anybody waiting. No, six hours is a, it's quite a... <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, I think that was a record for me. Oh, cool. <laughs> 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 finally been vindicated This is one story as <laughs> well. Our like, argument. When, when, we're, when we're doing that episode, we should just bring this clip and just put it on that. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess one of the things that we didn't talk about, but I know we have run out of time, because I wanted to... Because we talked a little bit about the director relationship and all of mm -hmm. those things. And I think that... Because the, because the relationship that a DOP has and how they approach the script, because you touched on it briefly, mm. it would have been good to get it from your perspective as well. Like, how do you help? And this is the last thing I promise. So, how do you help directors, even if they have a vision? How do you help them tell the best story possible? Like, what are the, what are the, some of the tricks you can give DOPs listening to get out the best of their collaboration with directors? I think that's the last segment, and then I think we can call it a. Okay, sure. <clears throat> I, think, I think the best thing I found is to have uh, visual references. Okay. Because, you know, you can, dis you, can, you can describe a look to a director, but he's still going to have his own image in his mind of how that should look. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To have a picture or a painting or whatever mm -hmm. will help to communicate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think it goes across all departments, even from you know choosing colors for the costumes and everything. You just try to present as much visual material, visual material as oh. possible. So like a lookbook, like, like a, a look treatment, yeah, exactly. that kind of thing. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think that's very good advice because a lot of people always assume that the work is that their work does not like those mood boards and those lookbooks are not part of unless they request. Like you as a you should have your own treatment, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Because normally it's, oh, the director, I remember that like, one of the things we started doing that's been very helpful for us is that we ask for treatments from all departments. Mm -hmm. give, so, before we give you feedback, <coughs> give us your vision, vision of mm -hmm. what the character should be. And then that way, everything becomes a dialogue. And so you feel like you're... And you find that in, in most cases, you actually align on a lot of things. Yeah. It's, it, yes, it, yes. Fewer yeah. things than... Or even the director will say, oh, that's actually a great idea. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It feels collaborative. Yeah. Because in the old days, the director will be like, oh, all of you, go and take. Yeah, this but, is the vision. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, Work with but this. this way, make, but having a two-way conversation is very useful. Yeah. Even though this was a halfway, because Damala carried the entire conversation. <laughs> so thank you very much, John. We're uh, very happy my pleasure. My pleasure. to have you here. And happy you. to have you. Our DOPs have not laughed harder. See, them, they don't, they don't read. I just realized that they don't read us. Yeah, because yeah. when they be listening, yeah, they, like they, 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 they don't read us at all, though. <laughs> it's okay. This, we have, is, we have, we have, this we have, is the person we want to listen to. Yeah, so we have tested it. We have won them. We've seen it. 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 I was going to say that I don't know when they'll collect their balance. Before we end up in a species. Oh, yeah, just species as well. We pay on time, please. We pay on time. Okay. All right. Thank you, guys. Whoa. Oh, and that, that is how we end the show. <laughs> sorry. It's okay, it's okay. Oh, sorry. That is so funny. The chair... We're not cutting that out, guys. <laughs> how many times do you get to see Naz fall on camera? <laughs> so let's just that quickly put this one and, and do the right thing. <laughs>
So what you heard was this for Zip. So if you're an audio listener, you're definitely going to want to see the video for this. I can kid you not. Because that was the sound of me laughing as I fell in slow motion while trying to end the show. Right? Oh, so then I'm going to try to cut it to protect my dignity. They lie. No, I'm not dignity going to protect it. Dignity Never. <laughs> and Never. that's our show. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you Thank so you. much. See you next time. Catch us on all platforms. Yes. But video for this one, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Bye. Oh, God. And don't forget, Inkblot Meter and Reach drops every Thursday on YouTube and all podcast platforms.